Well, ladies and gentlemen, everyone is talking about this recent episode of business of being black with Tammy Mack, uh, on Fox soul. And the conversation has been centered around Dr. Umar Johnson and Cynthia G. Now we all know, you know, Dr. Umar Johnson, we know, we know him, you know, we know that Umar can, you know, have this, you know, controversial moments, you know, a lot of things Umar say, I can't deny, um, is, you know, the truth. Some things, you know, we may disagree on, but there's nothing disagreeable to say that, you know, the brother is an enemy or something like that. It's just, you know, we all don't agree on every single talking point, right? Um, everybody's talking about Cynthia G now, you know, if you remember Cynthia G's history, you know, Cynthia G, you know, was, you know, definitely, um, giving a lot of work to the white supremacists at one point in time. Um, they really hated Cynthia a lot. Uh, she was roasting them every day, calling them evil albinoid devils and all kind of names. She was calling them. Um, she was bawling them so much that on that web, uh, white supremacist website, the daily stormer, they was, um, you know, making all kind of plans to shut her Patreon down, shut her YouTube down. And I think they did shut down her YouTube, but before it happened, I warned her cause you know, I monitor, you know, like white supremacist websites and I saw her name come up on there. So, you know, I warned her myself, you know, and, um, and, and, you know, so, so Cynthia, you know, like I said, we all know Cynthia had, some issues happened, whatever Cynthia kind of bowed, bowed out of YouTube. Then Cynthia came back, you know, with a completely different message that everything is the black man's fault. Um, you know, I really believe a lot of that is due to personal matters. And I, one thing I can tell you about having a platform, um, you can bring your personal matters into your platform and then use that platform, uh, to constantly talk about your personal matters. Um, trust me, I, I understand that it's very easy to get into that, to look for stories and do all kinds of different things. But, you know, you could feel the, you know, a lot of times the spirit of what comes from a person to know if it's a personal matter sometime or if it's just, you know, content or at the same time, you know, um, I, I will say, you know, Cynthia is a very smart woman. She is, she's not, you know, silly at all. Cynthia saw a lane with that and she was, she ran through it. I mean, I just, I, I know the game, I know the media game, right? But the issue is not for me and Cynthia G and, and Dr. Umar with the school. And I, no, 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 no. As you see the title, no one is having this conversation. So Hope Giselle is a trans woman that was on the show. And Hope Giselle was speaking on behalf of the sisterhood. Now, I want to just kind of play, you know, just play some, some things for it and listen to how Hope Giselle is speaking. I, I don't know Hope Giselle at all. I have nothing against Hope Giselle, but I just, I just have some, some questions about a few things, you know, from the sisters. I'm just asking as a brother, I just want to get some clarity in the comments section, you know, that's all. So let, let's, let's just go ahead and play, you know, some of this and, and let's just kind of review this. Hope, why should black people care? We should care simply because when black men are not happy, black women can't thrive and then the black household and black families don't flourish. I think that as long as black men feel attacked, they're always going to turn that back where they feel like they have the most power and honestly say so, which is the black family. Oftentimes that energy that we pour into who is doing what to other people is then neglected within our own black men and then they cannot thrive as fathers, as nurturers, as caretakers, as heads of the household. But they can only do that if we acknowledge that there's a problem outside of us. 
Okay. Hope is using the word our black men, they. So clearly hope is speaking from the position of a uh, black trans woman who is, you know, speaking on behalf of the sisterhood. Now we have Cynthia G there. Cynthia G talks about the failure of black men, black men, black men, black men suck. Black men are conquered. And in and, and, and that language that Cynthia is speaking is so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cynthia's ideology is if you have to follow the laws of a land, you're conquered. If that's the case, and every man and woman and child is conquered in America because you have to follow the laws of the land. If I move to Beijing, China, if I move over there, right, then I guess I'm conquered by Chinese men because Chinese people run the country. If I, uh, if I move to freaking uh, Johannesburg, South Africa, I guess I'm conquered there too by South Africans because, Hey, you know, I'm, but at least it's black people conquering me. Right. If I move to somewhere in Latin America, I guess they conquering me too, because I have to follow the laws of the land. You know, if I'm conquered, she's conquered too. Right. We all conquer together. And I think that argument is so silly. Right. Right. But she, she likes to talk about, you know, black men, black men, black men. Yet she's quiet as Hope Giselle is speaking on behalf of people like herself. And Tammy Mack is quiet, too. But let's just let, you know, Hope keep talking. That, I mean, the fact of the lack of elevation and evolution that we see in these arguments are the, my, my biggest issue. Once again, we're back in the 1960s when we should be having, like she's like Sin just said, a current conversation. I do actually agree with that. I believe history has its place, but we can't just focus on the 1960s. We got to focus on 2022 and on. I said that I don't want to keep looking at my ancestors and what they built. And that's great. And that's inspirational for me. I look at it as great inspiration and learning from history, but we need to focus on 2022 and on. So at least on that point, hope is right on that. Currently, black men are not being held at the fire and said that if you do not prefer, if you don't provide this or if you don't show up in this way, we're going to do X, Y and Z to your family. Y'all just are not showing up. And then when you're asked to be held accountable to these things, you say things like, well, back in this time and when we tried to do this back in a couple of years ago, half of y'all weren't even around when those things were, you know, put into action. And then when you found out about them, instead of bringing them back to the forefront to see if they would work for you in this day and age, you just talk about what didn't work in the back on the back end of things. I think that a lot of the times you all find it a lot easier to gaslight us into believing that we're the problem so that you can have more time to figure out what the solution is, but that's not the solution anymore. We figured out that that doesn't work and you trying to buy time in the system is not going to help anybody, and especially not the black communities that you say that you love. Now, hope is using the term y'all as in, I'm not a part of y'all. I'm a trans woman. I'm part of the sisterhood. Okay. She, that's what hope kept saying gaslighting us. So I'm, I'm playing these clips so you can hear that, that hope puts, you know, herself right as one of the spokespersons of the sisterhood. Now it wasn't too long ago, saucy Santana. And I talked about this on, on my entertainment channel has said that black women need to listen to trans women because they, they know better on a lot of things. And we have been seeing that the agenda has to be trans women taking over, you know, um, bio woman spaces. Now, one thing I can say about the studs, the studs isn't trying to take over, uh, black men's spaces. The studs say, look, we like what we like, we studs, but 
we still, if we need to, we still can say, Hey, Hey, hold on. I'm a woman. You know, even though I, I'm wearing the same cologne as you, I'm a woman. So don't get that twisted. I'm in my own category as a stud. Y'all are, are the men y'all do y'all. It's all good. But with this trans woman thing, I mean, bio women, I mean, what, what's your position on this? I mean, I have my own thoughts if I was a bio woman, but let's continue. Yes, because I feel like when you can name all of these things so eloquently and so beautifully, and yet y'all still fail at being able to do these things after years and years and years and years and years of trying. And Hope Giselle is gender warring. Oh my God. Yeah, the new representative has now started the gender war. But that's call it what it is. Your new representative was one of us. And they transitioned into a woman. Okay. Where do we find a new solution? Because if you can't talk to each other, if the old men are scared of these new boys because they're a lot wilder than y'all were, because they're a lot more buck than y'all were, what ends up happening is I see that a lot of y'all see these young boys, and instead of addressing them, y'all are afraid of them, and so you walk away and say, well, that's their generation's problem. And it can't just be that generation's problem. Like Sin has been continuously saying, if I have to just answer the question with a yes or no, my answer is no, because the war that, is, that we're fighting for black men is the one that black men are fighting within themselves. Is it about adjacency to whiteness? Is it about being able to assimilate to that white hand? Or is it really about the freedom of black men in the black family in the black community? Or I agree with that. Um, I, I want to. Yeah, y'all heard that. Now, you know, if I had to be on this show, the first thing I'll say, um, first and foremost, it is that boy's father responsibility to make sure he's not on these streets. It is his mother's responsibility to make sure she would have picked a upward mobility black man who, who has great moral character and who would love his children, no matter what the outcome of the relationship, these issues are individual basis. It's not, I don't care what people say it, it black men can't come and solve the problems of these young boys out here, especially when they are freaking 17, 16, 15, they already then, then kind of got to that manhood stage to a point and they're not going to listen to somebody. that's not their daddy. You may got some people that respect some out there, but it's an individual conversation. Cause see, I, I don't let nobody tell me I'm responsible for a random brother that I don't know that I don't have no control of. Now you could tell me I'm responsible for my son, you know, definitely to a point you could tell me I'm responsible for my daughters. Okay, cool. That's the people that's underneath my leadership, you know, and well, I can't even say control because once they get grown, which I do have, you know, th well, three grown daughters now, um, they choose to do what they want to do. Of course, I'm going to say what I have to say about it if they're doing something wrong, but um, I, I don't let nobody try to tell me what, 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 what I should be doing as a, as a brother about what other brothers are doing I have no control of because if you listen to me, they wouldn't be out there on the streets if they listen to me. So you can't say it's nothing I'm telling them. Go, to, uh, go ahead, Hope. I was going to say, but it's at the expense of the black families that y'all claim to care so much about. He keeps in hearing the word y'all. Like, so, so clearly, Hope is the representative. And once again, you have not heard Cynthia G interrupt one time because, okay, if I was Cynthia G, this would be my lane to go slam dunk on because. 
if she talk about the failure of black men, I'm a, I'm a sound like Cynthia G. If she talks about the failure of black men, black men are conquered, black men are feminine, black men, black men, black men. Why didn't Cynthia G go say something about that? That's her talking point right there talking. And she shouldn't interrupt it. Like she interrupted Umar several times and say, Hey, wait a minute, hope. I mean, I, I respect you a trans woman and all that, but you really don't speak on my behalf because we got two different things going on. Cynthia didn't do that. Not one time, but she, she was just so attack on, on Umar though. When really the person she should have been speaking up on is being her representative and she's staying freaking quiet. Her and Tammy staying quiet and Tammy knew that, uh, who hope was now Umar didn't know. So Umar put out a statement say, Hey, wait a minute. I wouldn't even responded the way I responded to hope. If I would have known hope was a trans woman, you say, I feel deceived in that, which, you know, Umar has a right to say that because people need to know who they are, how you respond to them. It's not to say that Umar didn't say he hated nobody or nothing like that. He's just saying, Hey, it's a different dynamic. I need to respond on, on this. You know, and, and, and I agree with Umar on that. But let's continue. I think that what we fail to realize is that when the black men who do have that platform that are not doing those things get on, the last thing that they're thinking about is the black adjacency to their family. They want to assimilate to whatever whiteness, whatever white male privilege they, <laughs> that they get. And that's a large part of the problem. We see this happen when we look at social media where we're seeing black men publicly proclaim the idea of loving on everything but a black woman, wanting to have children because their eyes and their hair are gonna be looser and more exotic looking. You do not see that as much in the influx of black women as you do in black men. So when Oh my God. Oh my God. Listen, I have to go there. <sighs> Hope. That is maybe a legitimate conversation with bio women, but hope you cannot, you know, even get down in that conversation, but yet you have centered yourself in this conversation as a representation of the sisterhood. And once again, Tammy Mack and Cynthia are quiet. That's the conversation that I say that needs to be had. And we're having it here first, folks. We're having it here first. So, you know, everybody else pick it up. That's fine. But yeah. Y'all do get on, then it should be the responsibility of y'all if y'all really care about this upholding of the black family to then come back to the black communities that you come from and create those black families and show people. Dr. Umar, you. Most definitely, I would be ignorant to say that they haven't, right? But I think that what we're failing to realize is that when we have this conversation about what black men have done, the consequences are usually because of white. And let me stop this real quick. Um, Hope, if a brother comes back to the community and he tries to make a, he tries to marry you, Hope, I'm sorry to tell you, but you, you cannot produce a family. You can't. You can't, you can't biologically do that. So hope, what are you talking about? And once again, Tammy Mack and Cynthia G is quiet that, oh, wow. Supremacy and the, the gaze of white folks on us are that the black men are then taking away and the black women have to then sustain those things. To say that black women are unappreciative of that, it would be, I, I think that that is, the dishonesty, right? The way that black women show up for the black community and the black families, regardless of how we feel about the black men that we might be interacting with or the black men that are doing bad things while still. Okay. Once again, I'm pointing out hope you use the word. We, okay. 
representation. So staying here to cultivate the black men who are is, I, I mean, to overlook that to me is just dishonest. The idea that y'all, a lot of you all were raised by grandma and y'all. Um, and, and, and auntie them and all of these amazing black women that are in community and share space with you and, and share space with your children, that's being looked over. But also this isn't, Dr. Umar, you're right. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that you said, but you're absolutely right. It's not about the idea of who's doing it better or trying to, the pissing match of the oppression Olympus amongst black people, but it's really about working together. The problem is what I find in working together is that the black man wants to lead, whether he's acquired the, 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 the gumption and the knowledge to be able to do so appropriately and effectively or not the thing about it is when you're working together we are a team you get to lead this portion because you're better at it i get to lead that portion because i'm better at it and then we come to a common ground for both of us to succeed but a lot of the times when we're talking about these succession plans and we're making all of these advocacy movements in order to progress the black family the black man says listen to me or fail Right. As if black women have nothing to contribute to that. And I think that that's where the problem is. That's where the discourse needs to happen is how do we work together so that black men understand that we are meant to work side by side and not with me following you with my head down and saying, yes, this our master, because that is me being subservient to you in a way that I might not want to do, especially considering if you do not have the credentials, the know how, the wherewithal or the lived experiences to lead me in a way that I might be better suited to do in this point of our journey. And black Oh, Lord. Wow. Well, I will say this. Let me, let me address that up front. When black men aren't leading, the community fails. When black men are leading, the community does well. That's just a natural order of things. No matter what community you come from, there's a natural order of things. God created man to have the vision and to be leaders. God created woman as a help meet, not to do it for you, but to assist you in the things that you are doing. Um, it's not for a woman to go work 60 and 80 hours a week, a woman to assist you. So if she was to work 20 hours a week, that's fine. If that was, you, you know, you want her to do preferably, you know, you want your woman to stay home. Um, so she can take care of the children, see over the, you know, the different things If she wants to start a home-based business. Awesome. As long as she's home with those kids, I support a home-based business. Um, and all of that, but even hope don't want to take the leadership of black men. <laughs> wow. Wow. So sisters based off of what you see here, are you fine with hope Giselle be, is being your representative? Um, when there's issues about the sisterhood, do we need to start, you know, reaching out to hope Giselle and get interviews with her? And ask, you know, Hope Giselle, you know, what, what, you know, things that the sisters could possibly do or what could we do in the black family? Um, should, should, should we all start contacting Hope Giselle, um, on this? Cause you know, clearly Tammy Mack is contacting her and she's been put on Fox soul. And I think that dynamic is very interesting. You know, Hope Giselle and Cynthia G on the same platform and yet Cynthia's main bread and butter and what she talks about, she didn't even address this. Thought that's very interesting. Very, very interesting. But that that's kind of where, where I wanna, you know, just kind of leave this off. I, I don't I don't want to go into a tangent on anything. I don't. Not in this podcast. Because I want the I want the comments section to be open to to women. I'm talking to you. I know men got their opinions, but women, I'm talking to you. Sisters, I'm talking to you. 
What is your opinion on this? And shall we start contacting Hope Giselle as, as speaking on issues with the sisters? Since it was okay for Cynthia to, to have Hope Giselle being a representative, and it was okay for Tammy Mack. I, I just would like to know what you sisters have to say. I'm very curious about that. Um, yeah, because this is this is a new this is a new twist. I've never seen this kind of thing before. In all the years I've been living, I haven't. But hey, we living in a new day. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure uh, you click the subscribe button. That way, you know we post another podcast. Click the like button. That way, you help spread this. You know, in the algorithm, it's, it's very very you know, important. And if anybody left a, a super chat, we greatly appreciate that. Uh, uh, you know, Lord gonna bless you. If you leave a super thanks after the fact, uh, we, we thankful for that as well. Or, you know, if you chose to donate on cash out, we greatly appreciate it. All proceeds go right back into the show. You know, we got equipment, we got to pay for people. We got to, you know, lights and everything else in the nets, you know, all that we have to do to keep producing the show. Right. So thank you, you know, for listening sisters. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing your comments. We'll see you on the next one.